Hello and welcome to Stockcast Invest Wisely, the podcast about investing smartly and achieve the financial freedom that we all are aiming for. Hello, what's up guys? Welcome to another exciting episode of Stockcast Invest Wisely. This time I was not sure between two different episodes whether to start with the Tesla battery day which happened last week or to continue our series for the best stocks from each sector. In the end I decided to go with the best stocks from each sector and later I will also do the episode about Tesla battery day. So this time we are going to talk about the communication services sector and then I will reveal my favorite stock from this sector which I also hold in my portfolio. So first of all what is communication services sector? This is a brand new sector which uh, was founded in 2018 and this includes the wired as well as wireless companies communication companies like telecom companies as well as the digital media and streaming companies as well also social media is also from this sector now so this consists of really different kind of companies some of the well known companies from this sector are google facebook disney at&t verizon and many more um before i tell you what is my favorite company from this sector i'm going to tell you some reasons why i think this company is my favorite without telling you the name of the company so let's see if you can guess the company from these reasons so first i will t- tell you the reasons why i think this is a really good company and then i'm going to reveal the name of the company and after that i will elaborate even more about all the reasons which i'm going to mention now so the number one reason why i think this company is really one of the best from the this particular sector is that that this company is the market leader in what it does it is by far the number one market leader in it, in its own industry so that is the f- number one reason why i think this company is really good the second reason why i think this company is really good is that this company has a rock solid balance sheet the balance sheet is one of the best if not the best in this sector the, co- the company has around almost 60 billion dollars in cash and around 11 billion dollars in debt which i think is really fantastic then the reason number 3 is that the company has really solid management team so why i think this is really good management team is something i will tell you later but this is also a really strong point about this company then let's go to the reason number 4 the company is pandemic proof and it has shown it in the last quarters as well that even you know, within the whole this global pandemic situation the company managed to continue increasing their revenues as well as their profits The reason number 5 which is for me the most important reason and why I am invested in this company is that the company has a really solid vision they have a great vision for the future and they are constantly innovating even though their existing business is doing fantastic is doing really good but they are not content with it they want to plan for the future they want to make sure that they will continue growing in the future and therefore they are constantly innovating 
they are already planning what they are going to do in the next five to ten years and that i think is really important for a growth stock which this company is so i'm going to tell you later what this company is planning for the future what is their vision and which products that uh, we can expect in the future as well and the sixth and last reason which makes this company a really solid pick is that the company is really good in acquiring other companies they have shown time and time again in the last 10 years that they know which company to acquire and integrate into their own business and then make it even better so I, i'm going to tell you some of their key acquisitions which they did in the past and uh, what uh, what is the implication for these acquisitions in the coming years has as well so guys do you already know which company i'm going to talk about if you already know the company then you are awesome that means you already know a lot about the stock market and this particular sector as well so the company is not none other than facebook this is one of my favorite company in all of the stock market and i am also invested heavily in this company as well so now i'm going to tell you in more details all of these six reasons why i think this company is one of the best one in this sector so the number one reason which i mentioned was that facebook is the market leader in what it does and that is social media so facebook has three major platforms which we use on a daily basis and that is facebook instagram and whatsapp so let's talk about facebook first so facebook is an absolute social media leader no other social media company is even close to facebook so facebook has around 2.2 billion active users which is the highest among social media channels it has 400 users who sign up every single minute and it has 500000 new users added daily on facebook 88% of the users who access this platform via mobile device so via app and 66% of the users use this platform on daily basis and 43% of the us users united states users they get their news from facebook that's massive so f- almost 50% of us population uh, uses facebook for the news that gives a lot of power to facebook not only that facebook is also a huge player in online advertisement market 77% of the share of facebook in social network ad is from the ad revenues so 77% of their money is coming from the ad revenues and all, almost 6 or 7 dollars uh, is from single user so on uh, on per user basis they're getting 6 or 7 dollars on average and their average global revenue is around 17 million dollars just from facebook and that is only one platform that they own they have other platforms instagram is going to get even bigger than facebook in the future because if you look at the average age of the users which are using instagram is much lower than that of facebook 
So most of the users are from 18 to 34 age on Instagram. Instagram is a really crucial marketing hub for businesses because in, on Instagram, there are so many brands that people uh, follow. And also people now purchase uh, different products by using Instagram. Uh, recently, Facebook uh, made uh, a partnership with Shopify so people can make their sh online shop fronts by using uh, Facebook or, or Instagram. So if you look at just Instagram, it has all the car brands that are used on Instagram. There, there are almost 98% of fashion brands which use Instagram for marketing. There are around 80% users who follow Insta, uh, a business on Instagram. Then there are all around 60% users who first learn about a brand on Instagram. So they never knew about this brand uh, before. And then on Instagram, they were able to get to know this brand. So it has a really strong uh, marketing position. So if a new company comes up and they want to do marketing, what is the best place to go? It's either Facebook or Instagram because they are able to reach most amount of people in a short amount of time. And not only that, they can do target, uh, targeted marketing so that if they want to do uh, marketing only for a particular country or a particular age group or a particular gender, it's much easier to do it on Instagram instead of using traditional media sources. In addition to that, 50% of the businesses which are active on Instagram, they use Instagram stories feature. And around 30% of users who bought something they found on Instagram. So that tells you how powerful this Instagram is. And Instagram is still growing. It is, it is still new. Facebook, I would say, is still not, is mature now. It's not growing that quickly as it used to in the past. But Instagram is still in their growth phase. And other thing which I like about Facebook is that they're, they're really quick in ad adopting new features. So when TikTok came, and TikTok was growing really rapidly because of their, uh, this real feature, uh, Facebook adopted quickly. And now and there, there is Instagram Reels, which is basically a copied version of TikTok. But because Facebook and Instagram already has a really big market share, it's easier for them to grow. It's easier for them to get attention in this Reels feature. And that is visible already. And, uh, and these two platforms, Facebook and Instagram, are bringing most of the money for Facebook company at the moment. But now let's talk about their third platform, which is WhatsApp. So guys, WhatsApp is the most popular messaging app in the world. It has around 1.5 billion users in 180 different countries. And there are around 1 billion daily active WhatsApp users. And guys, the most interesting part is that Facebook has not even started making money from WhatsApp. This is just the beginning for WhatsApp. Their focus was to reach as many people as is possible and get them engaged by using WhatsApp. But now, if they want, they can easily use WhatsApp to make a lot of money because they have the reach to all parts of the world. India is the biggest WhatsApp market in the world with 200 million users. And the second biggest market is Brazil with 120 million users. 
and then comes USA with 23 million users. So the thing about WhatsApp is it can be used for businesses to do the marketing to, uh, to, other, uh, to the users. But that is not yet started on the massive basis. It is just the beginning. So just, so just think about India. Just in India, Facebook has already started investing with the local companies in India. Uh, I think Facebook is investing around $5 billion. And I think what Facebook is going to do in the future is that they will use WhatsApp and Instagram and Facebook to do the marketing of all the local businesses. So let's say if, if you are starting your own small business in India or in some other country and you want to do the marketing, you will be able to send a status via WhatsApp or via Instagram or via Facebook. And that gives you a lot of uh, marketing reach to different parts of the country or the world. And I think this is where Facebook wants to do partnership with the local companies so that it's easier for them to go around the regulations and then use their platforms to really start the e-commerce and marketing and advertisements. And I think there is a lot of scope for growth, especially for Instagram and WhatsApp. The second reason which I mentioned was the really solid balance sheet that Facebook has. If you look at Yahoo Finance, it has around $58 billion in cash and $11 billion in debt. But that debt, even though it looks a lot, uh, $11 billion, it is easily covered by the free cash flow that Facebook generates. And that is around more than uh, $12 billion. So they can easily pay this debt if they want to. But what they have in their balance sheet is a lot of cash that they are going to use to grow. Either they will acquire more companies in the future or they will reinvest heavily in their own current businesses. And this is really important uh, factor when you're investing in a particular stock. You want to have the businesses because when you own a stock, you are actually owning a business, right? That's how I think about it. So you want to have the businesses which have a strong balance sheet and not a really bad balance sheet because if there is a bad economic downturn in the future, which are the companies who are going to survive? These are the companies who have a good balance sheet. The only exception is that I would invest in a company with a bad balance sheet if that company is doing something really special or really unique or innovative. So that I say, okay, they have a really good potential in the future uh, to make a lot of money and then they will make up for this bad balance sheet. Other than that, I'm never gonna touch a company with a bad balance sheet. And here Facebook wins. They are one of the best. I think the other companies which have a really good balance sheet in my eyes are Facebook, uh, are Google, Apple, Microsoft, Berkshire Hathaway, Hathaway, and Cisco. And there are many other companies as well, but these are the companies which uh, are the highlights of having a really good balance sheet. So now let's talk about the reason number three, which is the management of Facebook. Facebook is uh, led and founded by Mark Zuckerberg who founded the company as a student at Harvard, Harvard in 2004. And throughout his career, he made bold decisions. He was not afraid to go against the wishes of uh, his users or his uh, colleagues or executives. 
and uh, he rejected a one billion acquisition offer from Yahoo, uh, which was also not the popular decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, he led the company through several acquisitions, starting with one billion dollar purchase of Instagram in 2012, and $19 billion deal for WhatsApp, and $2 billion acquisition of Oculus in 2014. So he is a really good leader, I think, for, for Facebook. He is an innovator and he has a vision. And one other thing uh, which I would like to mention is that I really like the companies which are founder-led. It's because uh, these companies are like babies for their founders. They, they have a vision for their companies. They know what they want to do in the future. And this is not the case for other companies where they have uh, a normal CEOs who have just uh, a timeline for the five years. They are not looking ahead uh, than their career uh, tenure, which is five years as a CEO. And uh, they just want to make the shareholders happy. So they normally don't like to take the tough decisions. I'm talking about in general. Of course, there, there are exceptions, but this is like a norm. But if you look at the founder-led companies, for example, Amazon, Tesla, Facebook, Apple in the time of Steve Jobs, there you could see the difference that those companies were growing much faster than the other companies. It's because they were led by really good founders uh, who knew what they uh, are planning to do for, for the next five or even more years, like 10 years or even more. And this is where I also think that Zuckerberg is a visionary. He knows what he wants and he knows where he wants to take Facebook to the next level. However, uh, a good uh, CEO also needs a good management team. He cannot do it alone. And that's where the COO, Chief Operating Officer, Sheryl Sandberg comes in. Uh, she uh, joined Facebook uh, before uh, before joining Facebook, she was in Google. She was the vice president of uh, global online sales and operations in Google. But then she joined Facebook in 2008. And she, since then, she has been Zuckerberg's number two. And she's doing the things which Mark Zuckerberg is not really interested in, which are communications and growing the advertisement revenue. And that's where she has really helped Facebook to grow. Uh, but that's not where it stops. There are other people in the management team who are also uh, doing really great. And they have joined Facebook since the very beginning. So they know the vision of Facebook. For example, if you look at the head of Instagram, who is Adam Mozeri, he is, I think, the coolest part of Facebook. He is head of uh, Instagram. So uh, Instagram is the coolest part of Facebook, not the Adam Mosseri, sorry. So he started Facebook as a product designer in 2008 and he's known for his tight relationship with Zuckerberg. And he has played many key roles, but now he is heading Instagram and I think he's doing a fantastic job. Then comes the Andrew Bosworth, who is head of AR and VR, that is augmented reality and virtual reality. And he also joined Facebook in 2006 and he has been, uh, he has a reputation of a guy who gets things done. So he led the company's development of software for Facebook's art business, which is now gener generating almost 
almost 98% of the revenue. And now he is heading the team of AI VR, uh, where the Oculus product is uh, their one of the best product in the virtual reality. So, so if you look at this team, you can see that these people have been with the Facebook for over 10 years now. And they, they know what Mark Zuckerberg wants. They know what the Facebook vision is. And, uh, and they're not worried about their job. They're focusing on doing their job and they're not afraid to take the tough decisions. And I, that's why I believe that the management of Facebook is really strong. And, and you know, even if the business is not doing great, if the management is strong, they can still make their business successful. You have the example of Cambridge Analytica in 2018. That was a really big scandal. And that's when I really thought that Facebook is, gonna, is not gonna survive this. Uh, and that was a time of crisis for Facebook. But under the leadership of Mark Zuckerberg, I think they handled it really well. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg himself admitted that this is a time of war, a time at war for, for Facebook. They even had their own war room where they were dealing with all the security and privacy issues. They were making sure that this will not happen again in the future. And I think they have done a fantastic job. They have invested a lot of money in the privacy and security. And you can see that their profits have gone down because of this investment. But I think this is really, uh, this was really necessary for Facebook for their future and to make sure that they again get the confidence of the people and the governments. And this was just because of their strong management team. Without this, this would not be possible. And now let's talk about the last two reasons uh, that I mentioned before, and that is uh, their plans for the future and their acquisition strategy. And both of these go hand in hand. So I'm gonna talk about them together. So first of all, Facebook has been really successful in doing the acquisitions and making them successful by integrating them into their current business model. So let's look at the key acquisitions. They acquired Instagram for $1 billion in 2012. They acquired WhatsApp for about $22 billion. And then in 2014, my favorite acquisition, which they did was Oculus VR, virtual reality for about $2 billion. I'm gonna to come to that. But the other acquisition, which they did was in last year, 2019, they paid 500 million to $1 billion. They did not reveal it. And they acquired Control Labs, it's a British company. And this company is developing interfaces that would allow us to control a computer or a cell phone with our brains. And guys, now if you, if you combine the Oculus and this Control Labs together, what is Oculus? Oculus is a virtual reality headset which you wear on your on your eyes, on your head. It's like a glasses, but it's, it covers the whole um, your your head, uh, especially your eyes area. And then you are in a completely different world. You are in a virtual reality. Uh, at the moment, normally people use it for games, so it's mostly for video games. Uh, but I think it will be used for more applications, especially for the remote work for home office. Because right now when I'm doing, when I'm working, I still would like to go to the office to have face-to-face -face meetings because I think that is much better than having a virtual meeting. But now if we wear this headset and we are in meetings and we can, we can see as if we are sitting in a meeting room, 
uh, and we can talk to our colleagues by wearing this headset. That that is a whole different level. Then there is no reason to go to work anymore. So, and that's where I think Facebook is gonna go in that direction. Um, and at the moment, people are using it for games. So, for example, they have one game which I uh, uh, which I came to know about uh, is like a Jurassic World. So it's like you are uh, between the dinosaurs, and it feels like reality as if you are there. And it's a different experience altogether. And also, if you think about it, right now we are using cell phones and we are using these social media apps, and these apps are really addictive, and we spend a lot of time on these apps. It's like on average one to two hours we spend every day. But imagine when we are starting to wear these headsets, virtual reality headsets, it's, 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 a, it's just a different level. I think people will be even more addictive. They will be spending even more time on these platforms, which I personally don't like, but I know that's how it's going to be. Maybe I will not do that, but other people, people will do that. Uh, and now if you combine the whole Facebook strategy together, so at the moment, Facebook has WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, which are primarily used to connect people. And then on the top of that, Facebook wants to uh, do virtual reality headsets, which will be used and integrated with the, these platforms like Instagram and Facebook. And then P Facebook has bought uh, a British company called Control Labs, which is working on um, how we can control the devices by using our brain so that we don't even need to uh, use our voice commands or even type. So all of this makes sense. If you combine all of these strategies, at the end, Facebook is going to go in one direction and they're focusing on how to make the communication between people even better and even, even more immersive. And that's the main reason why I am invested in Facebook, because I understand their strategy and I believe in that strategy and the vision that they are pursuing. Before I finish this episode, let's also briefly look at the Facebook valuations and the numbers. So Facebook ticker symbol is FB, and they are trading at the moment at $254. Their market cap is really huge. It's $725 billion. And their trailing PE is 31 and their forward PE is 25. So I think 31 trailing PE is slightly above than the, uh, than the, the fair value where I think it should be. But based on their projections, their forward PE of 25 is still really reasonable. And I'm willing to pay a high PE for such a company which has a really good growth history as well as growth projections. At the moment, their trailing PE is 31, but I, I think if the PE goes to late 20s, I think it's a really good entry point for someone who is not in, investing in Facebook. Their price to sales ratio is around 10, it's 9.6. Price to book is 6.5, so fair enough, it's okay for such a growth company. But what I really like is their profit margins. That is around 31%. And that is massive. I think 31% profit margin gives you a really good competitive advantage over other companies or the newcomers who want to enter this uh, industry. So overall, I think it's a fantastic company. It has a really good growth uh, future potential. And it's one of my favorite company, as I mentioned. So, so this episode, I just gave you all the reasons why I like this company. I hope 
you had a good time and i hope you also understood how to evaluate the company on which aspects you should uh, look at before you decide to invest in a particular company so let me know what you think about facebook invest wisely and until next time Please keep in mind that we are not financial advisors and do your own research before making any investment decisions.